welcome to What's Your Favorite Song? It's a conversation podcast where we ask all of our guests that all important and possible to answer question, what's your favorite song? I'm your host, David Ashley, and what I want you to do for me now is hit that subscription button, right? Hit the notifications button, and uh, if you can, share it with a couple of people you think would appreciate it. Take your favorite episode and share it with them. We have a great episode this week. Uh, we have Dr. Manisha Stiff. Manisha served as the Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Uh, she is now a consultant at her own firm at Metanoia Solutions Consulting. Um, Manisha and I uh, grew up in Hammond, Indiana. Um, it, we went to the same church, uh, but different um, different high schools. So, um you know, we opened the show with a small plate of beef that I had with her <laughs> about an incident that happened years ago um, while, while we were, you know, in high school. And, you know, we have a great conversation about education, uh, leadership, uh, mentorship. And of course, we get into uh, the music stuff. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned for that. The musical note for today is about uh, Marvin Gaye and how uh, that feminine influence can halt everything and and change the direction of everything else once once it arrives. <laughs> so hopefully uh, you stick around for that. It's a pretty uh, pretty interesting story that I did not know. Um, how was your week? Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. Here in Los Angeles, we've been dealing with some weather. And listen, before you before you roll your eyes, okay. We've been dealing with some abnormal weather, honestly. Like it snowed here. Like it like it snowed, really. Like and not just up in the mountains. Like it's 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 regular to snow up in the mountains, but like there there was snow it's that stuck that touched down here in Los Angeles proper. Not where I am in Hollywood, but but not too far. So um and the rain has just been I don't know, man. It's crazy. That, that's all I'm going to say. It is crazy. So, you know, we, we you know, we're we, we going to endure. It's been like 50, 45 degrees. Yo, I didn't come to L.A. I didn't come to L.A. for all of that. <laughs> so. So anyway, uh, we're going to get right to it today. And um, yeah, yeah. Hope all is well with you all. And uh, again, thank you for listening. The numbers are strong. I appreciate you. So uh, from yeah. So now uh, the next voice that you will hear would be that of myself and Dr. Manisha Stiff. Good, welcome, people. Uh, this week have a special guest. All my guests are special, um, but we have. Uh, di- Listen, tell me. I'm, I'm going to say it today, Dr. Manisha yes. Stiff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Would you would you rather the doctor first, or do I say Manisha Stiff PhD? Which one would you rather? You know what? My students just simply call me Doc, so they call you Doc. Really, okay, they just call me Doc. Okay, all right. She's the founder and chief uh, diversity consultant at uh, Metanoia Solutions Diversity Consulting, um, and you know we were uh, church church mates. At a time, yeah. we were uh, rivals. At another time, I guess during the same time, and um, <laughs> I got, I got, I got a little beef with her. I told her I was going to bring it up right now, ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals. 
welcome Manisha Steph. Manisha, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Manisha and I haven't, oh man, when's the last time? I mean, it's it's gotta be 20, 20 years. 20 it's been a long time. Long time. Long time. So when Pay told me you might be interested, I was like, okay, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> um, so let me let me bring up before we get to the music questions. Yeah. Um, let me bring up my beef right quick. Okay. Come on. Picture it. Hammond, nineteen ninety-eight, perhaps. <laughs> I'm walking through the halls of New Community Church. Shout out oh. to Reverend Gillis, Carla Gillis, Zachary and Zinzi, and everybody else. <laughs> And I'm seeing my friend and, you know, I don't know anything's wrong. So then I had just started talking to this young lady at, at uh, I'm not going to say the school. And she says to me one day, she says, what's this I hear about you in a limousine? I said, what? I said, what? I said, how could you ever? I said, how could you ever have heard about that? She was like, well, I was with, I was on this trip and this girl and these girls, I said, oh my God. I said, the betrayal. I said, the, I said, the betrayal. I said, she, I said, they said, what? I said, no, that, that didn't happen. I was lying my, I was lying my ass. I said, what? So anyway, just had to bring that up before we got to the music session. I should have, it was burning. It was burning. It was sizzling I, in my spirit. I had to bring it up. I, I and, know uh, not what you are speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Um, that, is, that is my story and that is what I am sticking with. Okay. <laughs> what? Said, but notice I, the laughter as soon as you. Come on. I was like, I heard. I was like, wait, maybe it was a long time. Maybe she doesn't. Uh, nope, I heard it. I heard the laughter. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that was that was so funny. I laughed so hard when I got home. I was like, this this cannot be. Anyway, good times, good times. So, good time. Manisha, we yeah. we're not, we're not gonna waste it. We're not gonna waste it. What oh, is cool. your favorite song? My favorite song. Oh my gosh. So this is this is a hard one for me, but I think my favorite song that I never turn the radio when I hear it, I always I'm like, yes, is the system don't Ooh. disturb this groove. <laughs> Man, you talk yeah. about how is that song simultaneously a sleeper and a banger at the same and time? And a banger at the same time. I don't know. Every I don't time know I hear it, I get the same feeling. The same exact feeling. It's nostalgia to me because when I hear that song, I think of riding in the car with my mama. Like, oh, when you hear that intro guitar riff. Oh, man. You know what about to and um I would have to say that that is that is probably my favorite song. Oh, that's a great, that's a great yeah. the, the opening line. I can't I I listen, I can't confirm or deny if I've said that to, to women in the past. Pay attention. Are you listening? Yes, are you listening? So you're my favorite girl. Excuse Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Cool. 
excuse me for a moment, but I'm in another world. Oh, man, that's, that's game. That's game. Um, that's game. So that's a great choice. That's a great choice. So uh, what is the first album that you bought or purchased? Um, the first one that I bought or purchased for myself um, had to have been Jodeci, Forever My Lady. Ooh, let's go. Let's Come go, on. Let's go. Let's go. Um, that was the first one. You know what? I think I got Shy and Jodeci, Forever My Lady, on the same day. Oh, my goodness. At Tours. Don't play with me. At Taurus. Oh, let's get Don't play with me. Okay. I also got my first, the first CD I ever bought from Taurus. Don't, oh, let's go. This was the tape. Okay. Let's go. This, oh, man. This oh, this is good. Steeped in, steeped in that one, early 90s R&B. The only way to go. But I think the first ones that I owned that were specifically mine were um, Whitney Houston's I'm Your Baby Tonight and In Vogue. Uh, their first uh, album. What was it? I got those in my stocking for Christmas. And they were my first ones that belonged to me and no one else. Quality music right there. Quality music. I'm Your Baby Tonight is my second favorite Whitney Houston song. First being uh, You you Give Good Love. Mine is Lover for Life. It's who? Lover for Life. Really? Really? Yeah. That's good. Oh, that's good work. Hey, don't make me go down a Whitney uh, rabbit hole because I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. What's your favorite album? A hard one. I know I get it. But, you know, if you can't pick a favorite, give me, you know, two that you're listening to now or that you can just go back to at any time. So I I have two that I can listen to from beginning to end. And that is 112 first Coming out the box. Manisha, I'll flip this table over right now. Flip it on over. Oh, oh my God. You talk about a you talk about a you talk about a perfect album. Go ahead. Yes. Let, me, let me stop. Keep going. Okay. And then the second one I think would be it it, it probably is gonna be Diary of mm, yeah, Diary of a Mad Band, but mm. Marvin Gaye's I Want You is oh. Oof. I mean, how can you go wrong? No, you can't. That's the answer. You can't go wrong. You're not going to go wrong. Let me ask you a question. Um, I'm of the mind that, um, let's see, My Heart Belongs, I'm sorry, not My Heart Belongs to You. Cry For You is Jodeci's best song. Mm-hmm. What do you think when I say that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's up there. That is up there. Um, what would your top two Jodeci songs be? You just said "My Heart Belongs to You" is. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Ba, 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 ba. Come on, the intro. <laughs> it's like, man, what was going on, man? I heard D Nice talk about being in the studio right before it came out, and somebody, wow. t- you know, Andre Harrell called him in. He was like, "Hey, yo, listen to this." And he said, man, my mind was blown because nothing sounded like that at the time. That intro is, in, in 93, it's kind of otherworldly, man. It's, it's yes. not, it's like, what's happening right now? Absolutely. It, yeah. was, it was It was N-E-R-D before N-E-R-D was N-E-R-D. 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right, so, um, 
What was your first concert? My very first concert was a concert that my dad took me to. Okay. At the Star Plaza, honey, don't play with me. Come on. It was, yes. Come on. It was Father MC. Come on. Salt and Pepper. Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, Bye. High five. Bye. I'm gone. You could just leave right now. There was someone else on the ticket. I can, but those were the four that. Man, I, yeah, that that was my first concert. Um, man, I'm I mean, retroactive. I'm, I'm retroactively jealous. Um, <laughs> I mean, just to know it was that close and uh, I couldn't be there. Um, yeah, that's cool. I'll get past it. Um, like they want to be treated. Treat them like that. You should treat them nice. Right. With, with, Mary, with Mary J and Jodeci in the background. Who's <laughs> stepping? What you come mean? On, come on. Little, little ponytail Mary. Doggone it. No boots. Come on. Yes. Yes. So on, I remember that. Um, I remember what I had on. I remember <laughs> like. You Yo, know, no. Give me the outfit. I need the I, outfit. Honey, I had on a pink sweater. It was it a Christmas sweater. Probably was. And some ice washed jeans. Do you understand me? And some high top LA gears. Okay. Oh, LA gear. Listen. (laughs) I bet they didn't light up. I bet they didn't light up. No, but they did have the, um, you know how LA gear had like these spirals on the side of them, like, like a a window or something. I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Let me tell you beautiful. something. If you told me I wasn't cute, you'd have had to fight me right there. The <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, listen, that's a great one. But what, what is, what's your favorite concert? If it wasn't that one, my favorite concert. Um, okay. So there's again, there's two. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's three. Okay, I'm sorry. Can I do three? <laughs> Man, you can do five if you got them. Okay, so let me tell you. Okay, the first one would definitely be a new edition. Come on. Um, the coming you home Star Plaza. If you all oh, the coming it home, was. Okay. it was the coming home tour Star Plaza. Man. All six members. This was right before. As a matter of fact, if you go back. And uh, there was a lot of documentaries out right before the new edition movie uh, came out. Yes, of course. Star Plaza was the last show that Bobby was on. No. He kicked off of the tour after Star Plaza. Get, never knew that. Never yeah. knew that. Yeah, because it was some it was some mess, like big time. Yeah. Fight and guns and shit pulled. Wow. Listen, I, I've never experienced anything like it, even at the Star Plaza. It was going down. So. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Man. Um, yeah. Second concert, um, Kanye West at the House of Blues, Chicago, the very last show of his first tour. Wow. Is that the Glow in the Dark tour? Right on stage. What's that? Is that the Glow in the Dark tour? His very first tour was called the very first. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Man, I never saw him live. And I yep. hate it. 
pulled out John Legend came on the stage and it was just like it was the last show and so it was special because he was doing his last show in Chicago and so he got emotional and he cried on stage and he couldn't believe that he you know had made it and wow it was just a good concert. Um, wow. Standing room only. We were like, literally, you know how House of Blues is set up? Yeah. Pit, you know? And yeah, it oh. was it was it was awesome. <laughs> and he was not selling um, college dropout, uh, you know, as a full body. We go over there. We're like, oh yeah, you know, let's get some merch. He was still selling his promo. Stuff. Really? Like, oh, so with, this is early, yay. This, this is, is early, yay. Kanye, honey. Yes, yes. So, oh, and um, oh. yeah, the third yeah. one is Maxwell in Indianapolis. Um, uh, this was, was Circle City or something like that? So, I don't, I, Black Expo? He was touring. He was touring. Man. He had just put out Pretty Wings. And, you know, before he put out Pretty mm. Wings, there was a pretty good hiatus where we didn't hear from There Maxwell. was. Yeah, there so was. This was a really good show. Chicago sold out. So me and one of my friends was like, forget it. We, no, let's we go. Indianapolis. Like, <laughs> so, so that's my third Roll one. Out. That's, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I need I need a moment from all of that all of that greatness. Um, it, it was you know it was um, that's a pretty expansive list of concerts. Um, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good work. That's good work. Manisha, where are you from? I am from Hammond, Indiana, born and raised. Hey. Let's get it. All right. And um, so I just talk about him. I just, I like to hear people express. I'm yeah. people know I'm from Hammond, Indiana as well. Yeah. Um, but talk about Hammond. Just say a few words about it, like your experience growing up, like Ooh. how you see it now versus how you saw it then. So first of all, I will say this is that Hammond is much bigger than people think. It is. is. If you think about the borders of where Hammond really is, it expands quite a bit. There are areas that we call, you know, like Hessville and all of these different areas that they're they're all Hammond. Right. So Hammond is much bigger than I know, you know, it's next to Gary and that's where people think about. But we ain't sure stopping, honey. It is the city of, okay? Not the town, not the village. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) It is the city of Hammond. Do you understand me? So so Hammond (laughs) is much bigger than people think. When I think of Hammond, I think of the best of both worlds, you know. We have our areas that mm-hmm. aren't the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but but on the other side, even when we were younger and, you know, when we were younger, Hammond was, you know. It was, it was vibrant a little bit. Like it was. Let me was, tell you. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, but we were still walking up and down Tapper and it wasn't a problem. This is true. This um, is true. And, and that's just. 
I, I think of everybody just being cool and even the beefs, even the beefs that were there were just <laughs> Yeah, were no, cool. yeah. Like, I mean the the pavilion hanging outside between oh, the pavilion and the pool. The pool. Like, not <laughs> not the baby pool now. Um so um I, I just think of good times and summers in, in Hammond and yeah. Hitting the block, you were, I mean, the gas, we were riding gas out like it wasn't nothing. Like, I know, right? <laughs> just, just cruising around Hammond, like, what? Um, up and down, come down, uh, come up Lions, come on, come down Highland, come on, or just, or just go all the way to May Street and just come down Tapper, come on, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Um. Yeah, that's what I. I just think of of good people, good times, and yeah. I think there's a reason why a lot of people from the city, from Illinois, from whatever, move to Hammond. Yeah. Um. Because there's just there's something about our little city that you know it's it's comfy, it's home. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. And. So of course you went to um, uh, for high school. You went to Gag. I'm sorry, Gavit. Okay, because because I felt I felt that coming. I messed it. I just messed up the word. That's all. I'm sorry. No, you know, because no, I just messed up the word. I I just messed up the word. And um, yeah. Got a weird taste because I mouth. feel like you so, got a bad taste in your mouth now or something because you said I, I, rabbit. a little bit and here's water I, I didn't want to you know okay. um so okay so where'd you <laughs> <laughs> little 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 uh you know ghostly uh rivals seeing as how neither one exists anymore well one does in spirit but I'm not gonna talk about that um so where'd you go to undergrad North Park University Okay, and and or, how did you? Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> what what was your um? What were your options there? Where, you know, where else did you think about going? I thought I wanted Big Ten in my life, honey. Um, oh, let's go. <laughs> let me tell you, I wanted to go to the Ohio State. The Ohio State, get out. The Ohio State, <laughs> and um, so it was Ohio State, and the other wasn't Big Ten, but uh, FAMU was my other. Okay was my other choice um but ohio the ohio state uh was my first choice and i got in and i chickened out really too yeah. far too far wow it okay. was too far I, you know what i i regret it now um i was you know what i was i was the baby yeah. I was both my mom's and my dad's baby. Wow. And um, when my mom started saying like, well, well, you know, you won't be able to come home, you know, every other weekend, you know, it's going to be holidays. And <laughs> oh, she gave, was like, she oh, gave you the treatment. Because <laughs> I could jump on that South Shore and be on home in an hour. Look, in an hour. Yeah. So, wow. Um, so I went to North Park, but you know what? I don't regret my experience at North Park because that is where um, racial racial justice uh, was was sparked in me. Um, okay. 
that is where I got all of my background, where I found the career that I wanted to pursue. I which, which was what? Which was what? I really wanted to be in higher ed. Um, okay. And once I knew that, that's what I pursued. And then it became diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, like full, full out. At first, I was kind of doing that in higher ed. And then it was, you know what, I am going to, this is going to be, be my profession. And I happened to do it in higher ed, right? Okay. Um, and now I consult and I've worked for, or I've uh, done projects for Google and Microsoft, Gildan, wow. okay. General Mills, um, big okay. companies, small companies, everywhere in between. So... Okay. And tell me about um, uh, the Peace Circle Facilitator. Yeah. So Peace Circle Facilitating is all about, um, it's an alternative means to mediation. Um, okay. The circle is, is sacred, especially in indigenous and Native American um, communities and cultures. So the idea is that we come to the circle. There are two people who may be talking or it could be 12 people, but you don't talk unless you have the talking object in your hand. Um, you can go back and forth. You can pass it as many times as you want to. But you pass, have to have it. But you have to have it in order to speak. So it helps us to listen. It helps us to um, come to not necessarily in agreement, but just hear each just other. Just to hear each other. Okay. Just understand. That's and and that's, that's it, right? <clears throat> so okay. one of the things that I love about the, the peace circle is that when we close the circle, we close the circle. Mm, okay. We don't go back, right? Okay. Whatever we say in the circle, it stays in the circle. Got it. Um, we don't rehash, right? We leave it all there. So it works with um, high schoolers, school age uh, kids. It works in communities. With it works in the prison system. Um, okay, it's just it works. Okay, <clears throat> okay. that I was a, a peer mediator in high school. That's actually how I met TJ. Shout out to TJ. Come on. And, um, yeah, that's actually how I met. It was like a kind of peer mediators conference in you know yes. at the high schools. Okay. Yes. And so what, okay. So you're an undergrad and you find your purpose, what you, you know, what you're thinking you want to do at that time. Mm -hmm. At that time, did you know that, okay, I'm about to go get this PhD or what was, what was the, uh, no. the journey there? No. Um, there were times that I didn't think that I was going to make it out um, mm. undergrad. Okay. Got it. I was, it wasn't that I wasn't smart. I was smart. I was lazy. Mm. Everything had come, come easily to, wow. to up until that point. I had to pick it up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, I had to step my game up. Um, I, I think I almost flunked out my first semester, my first year, I was almost out of there. I was first generation. I was the first to go to college. I couldn't yeah. call home and say, this isn't working and I'm going to need y'all help to figure this out. There was nobody for me to turn to. Okay. Um, okay. So okay. then that really sparked uh, um, in me the need and the want to help students, other students to get to and through college. And that's another thing that I'm really passionate 
um, about, but no, I never thought that I would have a PhD. It's not something that I even tell a lot of people about, you know, it's not. Why is that? So there's, there's a difference between black, especially black women having uh, PhDs um, and our counterparts for Mm -hmm. some there's this phenomenon within the black community that if you have a PhD, if you whatever, then all of a sudden you either think you all of that or, um, you know, then then you in the dating scene is, OK, well, you have a PhD mm. what else you bring to the table. And and so it's just like it's sad. it's really sad that I would have to not be proud of my wow. accomplishment because of my own community. Um, okay. was, yeah. Yeah. So I don't even, I definitely sat up straight before the interview started. I was like, Nope. PhD. Yeah. Not do this. <laughs> I'm joking. No, <laughs> um, no, that's interesting. In streets. Uh, that's interesting. It's Ta- very talk- interesting because no other culture experiences that. Yeah. And we got so much that we're dealing. We got so much that we're dealing and that we don't even know that we're dealing with. So it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Let me, um, let me ask about the association of black women in higher education. Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, not so long ago finished, wrapped up my term, um, as the president for the Chicago chapter. Okay. And the association actually, it's to uplift Black women in higher ed to usher new uh, Black women into the profession is to support each other. I mean, the, if I'm not mistaken, I think the majority of the chapters were were founded because we were struggling. It's hard for us to get into leadership positions because it's still a profession that's dominated by our exact opposites. It's still dominated by white men. And so it's hard to get into leadership positions because (laughs) you, you literally is the, it's not even the, uh, it's a glass cliff. It's not even a ceiling. It's glass cliff. cliff. Yeah. It's the cliff. Right. So um, so that's that's the uh, that's how uh, the association association of black women in higher ed was founded (laughs) to support each other, to uh, do research, to help each other get through our dissertations and all that type of. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I heard a a story a long time ago where I read it, actually, where there was a black woman who had a a name that was, you know, noticeably, uh, you know, uh, ethnic. I don't know know how you want to put it. (laughs) You're right. Right. And she she was it was she was in Atlanta. She applied to Coke. She, you know, all these, you know, um, certifications. She was certified. She was, you know, qualified, all these qualifications. And she changed it and changed it to a bland name. I think it was Amy or something like that. And obviously changed the sororities to non-black sororities and uh, got called immediately. You know, and it was just it's like, man, this kind of stuff is still happening, huh? Yeah. And, um, yep. You know, as somebody named David, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely not the same as a black woman named uh, Manisha. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. And um, 
talk to me right quick about nerdy. Nerdy, yes. Um, nerdy is a mentoring program that I started. I have about I have about 10 young ladies now and they all have mentors, but nice. nerdy stands for no exception. Um do you brown girl? And so it's it, it is That's beautiful. Yeah. it's all about embracing all of the nerdy can I say shit stuff? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. All of the nerdy shit, okay, about you and being black and being a brown Tech, girl. STEM and reading books. Yeah, I get it. Yes, you know, if you love anime, then you just anime yourself right you up. Anime you out. Yeah, that's like, beautiful. Um, if if the system don't disturb this groove is your favorite song, child. Yeah, yeah. Then with your nerd self, then yeah. let that let that be. You know what I'm saying? And so it's all of these things that we limit ourselves to because we think, oh, that's not for black folks. That's not for black yeah. girls. Black girls yeah. don't do that. That's yeah. Yeah, we kind of we do. Yes, we do. yes. That's so it's good. all it's... about just embracing who you are. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I mean, I was, you know, there was a line on um, Nipsey Hussle's song where he says, um, he says, young, young, young man's a genius. He just can't claim it because they left him no platform to explain it. All right. Just just talking Ooh. about how, you know, and, and when you have mentors and, yeah. um, you know, some things you don't know that you can know. Yep. So um, and listen. While we still need to keep our foot on the government's neck and make sure they, they you know, they make do with their promises, um, ultimately it's going to have to be things like this, you know, through mm-hmm. mentorship and each one teach one that's going to get us to where we need to be. So there, there is another, a little. Um, <laughs> A little part, no beef, no more beef. Oh, Just you know a, what was going there. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, no, no beef, no, no, okay. no beef, okay. no. Okay. Listen, listen, we we knew, we knew community. We have, okay. Okay. Right. um, you know that uh, Reverend Gillis is is retiring next month, right? Oh, I did not know that. Yes, yes, I believe his you, last sermon is going to be. March twenty. Oh, I'm glad you week. said that. I'm so, glad you said that. I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh man, we sent a card or something. Yep. Somebody yep. had, um, uh, I think Darius, he had proposed an episode where we, you know, two or three people talk about our experiences there. And then I was thinking, like, wow, could I could even have Reverend Gillis on on another, and then maybe even Zenzi and, and, and uh, Zachary. So uh, that'd be yes. a great, like, uh, you know. Oh man, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Especially um, since um, the. The community, right? Like, okay, yeah. I thought you were gonna talk about the building. I was like, oh no, the the building. building. No, no, no. Hear me. That's what I was about to say. Like, I remember us marching from the old building, and I got there right after that happened. But I do remember that. Yeah. Yes. Because the pictures were still up when I got there. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh man, you a vet there. Yeah, y'all was veterans say, there. Yeah, I don't know any other church except the community. That is Wow. Okay. Or just a baby. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. that's great. So 
I got another little uh, little segment. Okay, I like to call. Um, I like to call it's a, it's just a rapid fire section, right? Okay, you answer you know whatever question comes to mind. Um, I call it play by ear, but you just I'll give you two options and you just choose first one comes to your mind. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, so <clears throat> let's see. Um, Hammer higher, Gavit. Oh, Gavit. Uh, I don't appreciate you acting like it was a tough decision. Okay. Um, you know, all the cute guys went to him and high. <laughs> so, you know. I guess we'll take that. Hypatia, did you hear that, Hypatia? But the, but the academics. There we go with the academics. Come on. We, we might end this episode a little earlier than I, than I thought. Okay. So, how about this? Okay. Mr. Derenazzi or Mr. Easton? Oh, the Derenazi or East, um, Mr. Derenazi. Okay. Okay. Yeah. State line or house of pizza? House of pizza. Boom. Um, Shakey's or celebration station? Why would you make me choose? Sorry. Uh, this is where we are. This is where we are. Okay. Uh, birthday celebration station, Sunday Shakey's. Oh, that's oh, that's kind of perfect. I don't appreciate two answers, but and forgive me if this next one is off. Okay. Honey Child or Velvet? Oh, you! I cannot choose between Honey Child and Velvet. That is not a real thing. Right. Absolutely not. Okay, all right. Can you explain to the people right quick who Honey Child and Velvet are? Honey Child and Velvet. <laughs> I believe them. Okay. Honey Child is my Yorkie. She is 10. Um, Velvet is my uh, miniature schnauzer. She is two. And I have actually added another to the bunch. Really? Uh, uh, yes, a miniature golden doodle Coco. And together they are the three degrees. That is. <laughs> that's great that's great okay shout out to yes. uh honey child velvet and coco you said honey yes yeah shout out shout out okay the got a couple degrees. more okay got the three degrees my bad better known as um river oaks or south lake a river oaks okay and it's heyday it's it's going it's heyday. It's, like now apparently it's gone down but yeah yeah and it's heyday yeah. um this next one this next one's pretty easy. Uh, Kiki or Brian? Kiki or Brian? Brian who? What do you mean, Brian who? I'm oh. sorry, Sean. My God, Sean. Kiki, Kiki or Sean, I'm sorry. Oh, Kiki or Sean. <laughs> oh, I was like, Brian. Brian, Sean. What up, Sean? Kiki, Kiki or Sean. Um... I'm half the role with Kiki because, you know, Dex. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, okay. 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 Sexy Dex is what they call him. Um, so Man. I'm role with Kiki. You know, Kiki always, uh, I can depend on her to talk me off a cliff when yeah. I'm like, off on somebody. Okay. Okay. You know, so, you know, 
I'm gonna have to roll the kicky. I got it. I got it. And uh, this the next one is really easy. You keep saying that. Um, and pay, it's not. I, I pay sure, TJ. David, I'm about to go. I'm not about I to go. I, I fully I'm understand like that this is wrong. I fully understand, but I, this is. I, mm-mm. I'm not about to play with you like this. No. I am nope. Mm-mm. Wait, wait. You you went to Wallace? Of course I did. I know you're using the water corner. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Doggone it, you went to Wallace. Yes. That's right. Yes. Shout out to Mr. Brock and Come on. Miss Mrs. Dickover. Really, I had her twice. That was her real name. Yep. And Miss Webb. Miss Webb. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's great. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Manisha, uh, thank yes. you very much for being thank on you. such short notice. Thank you for having me. Oh, no you know, problem. you have me back anytime. I will talk oh, no <laughs> with you. Oh, this is great. This is great. Okay. Um, cool, cool. Well, people, listen, you heard beef. You heard, you know, you heard rivalry. Well, rivalry is kind of like both sides got to win for rivalry. So it's kind of a lopsided rivalry. <laughs> but you heard all of that. You heard church mates. Um, so anyway. Dr. Manisha Stiff, give it up. Ah, uh, thank you. Ooh. I'll give it up one more time for Dr. Manisha Stiff. Uh, thanks again for coming on, Manisha. That was uh, it was good talking to her. I hadn't seen her in 20 plus years. Um... You know, it's good to see somebody you know from way back then just just doing good stuff, man. You hear about all the things she was involved in. And again, mentorship. I said it last episode, you know, seeking wise counsel. And we're going to need that uh, to lift up everybody in the community um, who needs lifting. Um, you know, glad we were able to squash a little bit of, of high school rival again it wasn't really a rival beef like you know there was no there was really no contest to tell you the truth and uh especially since neither one of our high schools are exist anymore the spirit the essence of hammond high still still exists it still permeates throughout the city we own that city or at least we did our spirit is still there gavit nobody really you know <laughs> Nobody really um, remember. I forgot how to pronounce it just that quick. And so let me explain what happened. Uh, the little the little beef that I brought up, the small plate of beef that I had for her. Um, so Manisha and my dear friend and past guest uh, Hypatia, they went on some kind of field trip or retreat. And and somehow, so okay, and somehow they met a girl that I was talking to at the time at another high school. And they told her <laughs> about a great night that I had with someone they know, you know, a year or two earlier. So when the girl came back to me, she was like, did I hear something about you in a limo? And I'm like, yeah, you got to be I'm like, who? And I'm dumbfounded when she's telling me this. I'm like, how would you even know about that? And the, the more I talk about it, 
the funnier it gets. But also, the more I realized just how much hateration was in the dancery with that. Oh, man. Listen, I'm Petty Murphy out here, but listen, it's it's been years, so I'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it go. Uh, shout out to all parties involved. <laughs> yeah, man, that was great times. Thank you, Manisha. Great interview, y'all. Check her out, man. So this week's um, musical note, as I hinted earlier. Um, was about the song Let's Get It On. Uh, We know the song is one of those, I mean, listen, I don't turn, it's not on my playlist. Oh, and by the way, a top 50 slow song, slow song, (laughs) a top 50 slow song um, is coming up. That's an episode, a two-parter episode that's coming up. Just be, just prepare. Um, so I don't have Let's Get It On on my slow playlist, but it's one of those joints that if you're in a place and that song comes on, you can lock, I mean, you can lock eyes with somebody, like, you know. But again, it's not one of my, like, it's not one of my go-tos, but it's still a, you know, it's still one of those joints. Um... So anyway, we know it as the, you know, super sexy song that, you know, and it kind of made Marvin Gaye a sex symbol. Um, But its origins, originally, I'm just going to read it for you. Um, Let's Get It On was composed by Marvin Gaye with former uh, Motown label mate Ed Townsend, uh, who's also a songwriter. it was originally written by Marvin Gaye's Religious Ode to Life, right? And uh, Ed Townsend had written something before and he, he brought it to Marvin Gaye because he had just gotten out of rehab. Um, so it was about getting on uh, with the business of life. But, you know, then Kenneth Stover rewrote it more as a political first draft. Like, you know, just about... Some close to what's going on. And, you know, upon hearing Marvin Gaye's preliminary mix of uh, Stover's draft, Townsend protested and claimed that the song would be better suited with sexual and uh, romantic overtones, particularly about making sweet love. Now, that's when Marvin Gaye and Townsend rewrote the song's lyrics together with the original arrangements and uh, musical accompaniment uh, from, from the demo. Now, the lyrics were inspired by Janice Hunter, whom Marvin Gaye had become infatuated with upon meeting each other through Ed Townsend during the initial sessions. Uh, Townsend has cited Hunter's presence during the uh, album's uh, recording as an inspiration for Marvin Gaye. Uh, Marvin Gaye's intimate relationship with Hunter subsequently became the basis for his 1976 album, I Want You. Um, while recording the title track, he was inspired to revive uh, the unfinished recordings from the 1970 sessions at the Hitville USA studio. So essentially what happened, <laughs> to recap, Marvin Gaye was like, hey, let's, 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 
let's let's talk about what's going on out there. Let's talk about rehab. Let's talk about. And then Janice walks in. He's like, you know what? And it's sex immediately. <laughs> All of a sudden, immediately, one of the one of the biggest songs of the last fifty years is born. Um, ladies, I'm telling you, it's simple. Don't make it hard on yourselves, ladies. Do not make it hard on yourself. Um, learn from this story and uh, use what you got to get what you want righteously. You Use your powers for good and not evil. Um, so anyway, you know, hope hope you enjoyed this, the uh, episode. Hope you enjoyed the story. Um, you know, we're on a nice little roll here, you know, episode five already of season two. Um, let us know how you like it. Again, hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications button so you can know when the episodes drop. And, um, you know, if you don't mind, go ahead and rate us and um, write a little review. You know, if that's not asking too much. And please, please share at least one of your favorite episodes with somebody um you know you think would enjoy it all right so on this uh rainy la night snowed in la like something crazy i'm like wait i ain't come out here for this man um yeah so uh, we're gonna end tonight's show same way we do every every week um with the words from the great quincy jones quincy jones said Let's try not to be so full of ourselves, but instead, let's always leave space for God to enter the room. Until next week. What's your favorite song? <laughs>